This podcast is sponsored by Office Depot Office Max. Office Depot Office Max knows that having the right school supplies helps students feel ready and excited to start the new school year strong. Parents and teachers can find everything they need to help their students go back stocked and ready for success. And right now, you can save up to 60% on their best-selling school supplies like notebooks, binders, calculators, and more. Get it all at any Office Depot or Office Max store and at officedepot.com. Success is in session for back to school at Office Depot Office Max. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Is that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, no, no, Jerry. It's over. You know how you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? Imagine a similar rule for baseball hats, making it a crime, a fashion, to wear any hat with a soft cap and a stiff bill after a certain date. Say September 15th, right near the end of baseball season. And imagine that the penalty for breaking this rule isn't a bit of a side eye at the country club, but having a friend of yours gleefully rip your hat off your head and tear it to pieces in front of you. You may be surprised to learn that this is not a hypothetical situation. This was socially acceptable behavior, at least in New York in the early 20th century. The baseball hats of a hundred years ago were straw hats. Pretty much everyone had one. And if you were still wearing one, on September 16th, you could expect to be mocked, in the very least. If your friends were around, it was perfectly normal for them to tear your hat off your head and smash it. Serve you right for being one full day out of fashion. The typical method of destruction was for the persecutor to hold the stolen hat just out of reach of its owner and use the other hand to punch a hole in the top before mingling it further. Because this was something friends did to one another, they at least had the courtesy to remove it from the owner's head before smashing it to pieces. On September 13, 1922, two days before the deadline, the usual number of men, a huge number of men, were still wearing hats in the streets of Manhattan. The reason we know how many men were wearing straw hats in this random place on this random day in the middle of a faraway September is that almost every one of those hats were smashed, not by friends, but by strangers. The old courtesy of removing the hat before destroying it was not extended to everyone. It was much more efficient to just smash the hat where it sat on top of someone's head before moving on to the next hat on the next head and doing it again. Think of the way teenagers used to smash mailboxes with baseball hats, one after another, while driving down the road. And some of these hat smashers were using bats, or sticks very much like bats, in their attacks. At first, the police were reluctant to respond. This is New York, and you want us to pull off this homicide case because of a 15-year kid smashed your pretty hat? But the calls just kept coming in, some from hospitals treating victims who had been badly beaten. It eventually became clear that these attacks were not random, but were part of a coordinated, strategic assault. But for what? More than 1,000 youths between the age of 10 and 18 had taken to the streets at the same time, in different pockets of the city, to perform the same act of wardrobe vandalism. All that they had accomplished was the destruction of a bunch of strangers' clothing. To what end? 
The name of the Straw Hat Riots comes from a New York Times article from the following morning, titled, City Has Wild Night of Straw Hat Riots. It read, Gangs of youth hoodlums ran riot in various parts of the city last night, smashing unseasonable straw hats and trampling them in the street. In some cases, mobs of hundreds of boys and young men terrorized whole blocks. A favorite practice of gangsters was to arm themselves with sticks, some with nails at the tip, and compel men wearing hats to run a gauntlet. Sometimes the hoodlums would hide in doorways and dash out, ten or twelve strong, to attack one or two men. Along Christopher Street, on the Lower West Side, the attackers lined up along the surface car tracks and yanked straw hats off the heads of passengers as the cars passed. The street where such incidents occurred were strewn with broken straw hats. Hat stores, which kept open last night, were crowded with purchasers of fall hats. Hometown History is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will access your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash hometown. That's better H-E-L-P. And join over the 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for Hometown History listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com hometown. Once word got out, anyone wearing a straw hat did the mobs a favor and destroyed his own hat to save his head, or at least he removed it and hid it if he could. Some men did fight back, and a few of them had success. The dock workers, in particular, came out swinging, and a brawl so big and violent broke out that it temporarily stopped traffic on the Manhattan Bridge. Yes, all over straw hats. And here is where it really gets interesting. Once detectives began investigating the riots, they noticed a pattern, or maybe not a pattern, but hot spots around the city for violent hat hunting teenagers. Men were wearing straw hats all over the city, and the violence was strangely confined to very specific areas from which these quote, rioters rarely strayed. The headline in the New York Tribune was even better than the Times, quote, Straw Hat Smashing Orgy Bears Heads from Battery to Bronx. It read, quote, Gangs patrolled Lexington Park and 3rd Avenues, 103rd and 125th Streets, 
so zealously that few straw hats escaped. At every police station, the outgoing platoon was warned at 8 o'clock to be on the alert for hat-hunting hoodlums, and the policemen were busy all night. A good number of the kids involved in this riot were hauled to jail. A number of adult men were hospitalized for their injuries. Police departments were overwhelmed by a deluge of reports. Traffic stopped on the Manhattan Bridge. Thousands of innocent straw hats were turned back into straw. Everybody involved in these riots came out worse than when they went in. That is, everybody except one small group of businesses in the areas of the riots, hat shop. No hat shops in the history of New York have ever done better business, constellation of felt and velvet hat shops did on the night of September 13, 1922. Remember, the Times said, The street where such incidents occurred were strewn with broken straw hats. Hat stores, which kept open last night, were crowded with purchasers, of fall hats. And the Tribune added, Some hat stores kept their doors open long after the usual closing time and did a thriving business in soft hats. In some instances, the police reported that the youth marauders were suspiciously active in the immediate vicinity of such stores. Somehow, not one of these stores was ever prosecuted, nor is there any record of them being actively investigated. But reading about the straw hat riots today, the lesson seems clear. Whenever something goes wrong in a way that seems premeditated, and everyone in front of you seems to be losing, dig a little deeper, expand your purview, and always, always follow the money. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.